live from the apocalypse, cracking the top lip of the stratosphere. This is state of the game. <laughs> I, I am Dano. You can call me Mister Only if you're nasty. Uh, <laughs> if you're not, you can call me Dano. I am the host, uh, and and I am joined as I am every week uh, by the little flip of music criticism universe. <laughs> hey Diggy, thank you for being here. I'll take that. I love. I used to love flip. Yep. Yep. Game over. Yep. No, and and we're lucky enough to have. Honestly, Kay, I think this is still my favorite EP of the year. The colors I've never seen. Sean mm-hmm. Wizard and this this youngster, Nate <laughs> Barksdale, joining yeah. us. I appreciate you being here. Absolutely. It never goes out of the car. The ZP never leaves the car. Oh, you're on mute. Logan, what's up? I just muted myself. <laughs> there you go. He's speechless. I'm, he's so, I'm speechless. Speechless. Dang. <laughs> Done. Uh, but no, it was, it's, we, we covered it with Chong. I honestly, I think the collaboration with Chong really pushed his production to a new place. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm just glad you guys were able to collaborate and really make something beautiful. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Um, I appreciate all those kind words about the, the project as well. You know, um, definitely one of my favorites, but I, I mean, I, I just try to make stuff that I would want to listen to anyway. So like, um, I'm, I'm glad to, you know, talk about music with you guys and just decide to see where this goes. Okay. So let's, uh, we're doing something that we've never done before. Okay. This is the kind of shit when we started mm-hmm. this that I wanted to do. Amen. So we love, we love R and B. We love soul. This isn't just where we break down hippity hop bars we're going to talk about the future of r&b right so i i tried to give examples in the breakdown right the past of r&b is it, it's not just you know uh yeah it's not just al green sill johnson we're not going that far we're talking about rihanna uh you know, Beyonce, these are artists that have already put the their game on. They can't really carry the game forward in that sense. There will have mm-hmm. to be a younger generation that does that. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah. This applies to Chris Brown, right? Chris Brown is not the future of RB. Right? I don't think I don't even think he's the present of RB. I think Chris Brown is the past. Is that unfair or am I? Or no. No, no, I would say to um, maybe to round out uh, the the back story that is R&B, maybe yep. we yep. include the fact that, you know, the Browns, both Bobby, Chris, yep. um, the way the genre is perceived on the surface might not be where it is in its heading right now. Mm. Exactly. So a lot of the, the packaging that we're used to getting, the leather, bad boy, no shirt, like... Yep. It doesn't have to be that one way anymore. It, it hasn't yep. been for quite some time, large in, in due to the, like the artists of the 2000s. So like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all the way from like 
Beyonce, Rihanna, you know, even like later 2010s, mm-hmm. Frank, you know. Right. So I totally agree in that, like, there's a progression with it. Um, one thing that I thought about before doing this, like almost as a disclaimer for everyone watching, is that you're watching two people who are amazing. You know, you we got the little flip of music critics, which is, <laughs> you know, We've got one of the best talent scout, uh, maybe uh, coordinators, you know, yep, like yep. an OC. You're like an OC. You're out of control. Yep, I'm out of control. Uh, <laughs> the only, you know what I'm saying? Yep. So we got you. And then me, I'm, I'm, I'm someone who's in the game. So like, right. but, but I, uh, I want people to understand this. Like, take it with a grain of salt and a pinch of pepper. Right. But it's not, it's no, it's no spice. The, what I want to do is like, we don't have to in, disclude anybody. It's mm-hmm. all about who we want to rep for, right? So yep. instead of, for me at least, for me, this is for me. This is not for, for, for y'all. Right. But just so everyone knows, I, I'm, I'm at a point where, you know, I'm just saying who I like and not so much focusing on what isn't R&B or what I don't like. Mm. Right. No, it, it, that's a great point. A great set of Absolutely. points. Nate Barksdale is acting as our color commentator, our Mark Jackson, <laughs> right? And uh, I am, it, I am approaching this K like uh, I am buying stock, right? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to double this, right, over time, right? I'm trying yes, to yes. find something that's not just going to be stable, but it's going to grow and expand. So. And that can be creative, right? There's several ways to do that, right? Uh, there's, you know, my favorite talent in the present R&B is Michael Kiwanuka, right? Oof. Michael Kiwanuka is not like going to go diamond, right? Michael Kiwanuka is not going to do Chris Brown numbers, but right, Michael right. Kiwanuka is going to win awards, uh, and he's going to be important for the rest of his days of the genre, right? Yeah, yeah. Because he's important for the evolution of the genre. And okay, all right. So there's different ways to do this, you know. Uh, you, uh, keep in mind, Ken, right? Uh, an example to think about is Sade, right? Sade was important her whole life, but she never, she never was Mariah, right? She never was Whitney, huh. right? But she, she didn't have to. It was a different. She was your favorite R and B singer's favorite singer. R and B singer. She was on a yeah, different. yeah. So, Kay, what's your what's your mindset going into this mock draft? Are you optimistic? Are you similar uh, similar to Daniel, where you're looking to maybe buy some stock or just get put on to new stuff? What's your whole vibe? I, I think the stock. I mean, for me, I was trying to analyze like the direction that I see R and B going in in the future like the the genre and where where i see it heading so all of my picks it's going to be a mix of where i think r&b is heading and just some some of the people that i like as well yeah that's gonna creep in for me too um because yeah i mean the people i love are the people i love i I, for me also doing the breakdown really helped me think about this Mm -hmm. right so there is no such thing as linear time. Time is, uh, K, it's like a chain, right? 
So when you think about a chain, link of a chain, the past is here, the right. present is here, but the past and the present, past and the future bump into each other sometimes, right? It's mm. a chain. So that's how you got to think of this continue, right? Uh, that like, so Beyonce, Rihanna, past, present is like in my mind, uh, Jadeiko, Pilani, yeah. right? So these are people who are, we, we talked about, you know, the Bobby Brown kind of bad boy R&B. I think that gave way to a big individualized R&B, right? You were, you mm-hmm. were and, and there was, they were just in different worlds. They didn't even work together. A Marie over here, you know, it was, it was everybody doing separate things. Yeah. I mean, I would say of, of all the genres, R&B is the genre that's been, the most evolved in, in the of all I would say of all genres, pop, rock, hip hop, or, or rap, I guess you could say R and B is the one that has, has evolved into so many different directions. And so example, Janae Aiko, first time I heard Janae Aiko was listening to TDE albums, listening wow. to Kendrick, listening to Ab Soul, and she'd pop in and kill the hook. And I'd be like, hey, and then I found her. Sh- so she comes from a different environment where it's all about collaboration. It's all about like talking about who you really are and your real feelings and your music, right? Mm-hmm. To listen to Kalani's new album, Blue Water yep. Road. Yep. I, have, I have an autographed copy coming in the mail, uh, the CD. So that's a very personal album. Um, and Justin Bieber's on it and all kinds of people. So Yo, that album, I just want to say real quick, Fire yeah. album, couldn't have happened at a better time. For our discussion. I think it, I think it jumped her up a whole fucking other level of like, mm-hmm. like we, we literally, you know, in the preparation for this, you know, wrote a bunch of stuff and yeah. you know, Daniel wrote Kalani and Aiko are constant collaborators. Um, of other people, you know, in, in R&B and hip hop, stripping layers of mythology away from, I would even say the layers of mythology away from songwriting, um, the mythology of, of uh, maybe even too, just what it means to be like this amazing, like larger than life female diva superstar. Right, like, right, like right. we talk yeah. about like Beyonce and Rihanna and like, they're almost like, you know, they're just a different type of artist. You know what I mean? Like, they make you feel icons. Like life. And right. then, you know, you, you get an album like Lemonade or Anti that's a little darker, a little more on the edge. Yeah. And you, you empathize with these people. But um, ultimately, we're, we are evaluating people that are like really dope right now. And I think another interesting thing you wrote is the future forecasting is the next wave. And it's, an, and it's a lot of fun. Music yep. is easier to make than ever before. Mm-hmm. Some of our candidates got signed off of projects that they made on GarageBand. You know, some people have two projects and we really like them. Some people have three. Some people yep. have been in the game for a little bit and maybe we pick them because we think that they need a little more shine, a little more rec- recognition, or we selfishly just like that style of music and we right. think that is what's gonna be the future. So. Yep. You know, we have ideas, voices, but the real question is, how will the industry adapt itself around these kinds of artists? 
So that's it. I mean, yeah. and, and so we get to the rules. We break down the rules. So this will go. This will go in order. This will say, um, Nate will be number one. Nate will pick first, right? Uh, Nate will present his first pick. You know, we will take take. He'll make an argument for the first pick, right? He'll say, "Here's this person. Here's why." We will go around me and Kay, and we will either agree or disagree, explain why, and conversate. And if it's a consensus, we move through, right? Person's on, we move through. If it's not a consensus, we kind of come to a consensus on where where this lands, right? Mm. This should okay. be on top. Um, like it doesn't get on if it's not unanimous, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, you know, yeah, and we just keep going in that that rotation, right? Yep. yep. And second, so I think Kay, I would go second. You would go third if that's okay. Does that make that's sense? That's fine. Yeah. So and this so this way, and I will update. I will be live updating the shared document, uh, so we can we can get this going. I have no plan as to how many of these we will add. Uh, whatever, <laughs> it's however many should be on. Right? right. I once I feel I'm good, I'll be done. Uh, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and yeah, we can talk about it. A- any other questions about how we're going to do this, or should we launch? Should we go? Um, I think we should go. I think we should do Let's this. Go. All right. So you are now watching the first annual State of the Game Future RMB Mock Draft. Yes. <laughs> What's the so, Coach B and the Space Cowboys, uh, our first pick. This person is uh, an inspiration. When I think of them and their music, I think of doves. I think of swans. Mm. I think of uh, the winter. I think of the sunshine. I think of snow. I think of, uh, you know, someone who's been co-signed by Prince. Woo! Someone who oh, no, who this okay. Someone who's no. eaten Belgian waffles in in France. <sighs> in France. You know, I'm, I'm talking about Snow Allegra. Yes, damn. Snow Allegra. That was baby. my number one. Snow Allegra. Yeah. yeah. We've had a Gosh. We, we, me and Kay have had a real relationship with Snow Allegra. Oh yeah. Uh, no, we you yeah. oh that was my number one pick. You got it. Yeah. That's your number. That's awesome. Good. Yeah. Now that's good. Snow. Has this way, yes, that no one else has. Absolutely. And today, when I think of R and B, and I think about the future, what I hope for is just sometimes a little more individuality. Just, just hear, <laughs> just hear me out. I love all of it. I love everybody that's on this list. Because I didn't expect you to share the list. Let's do it. Now I feel like people are going to like screenshot the list and be like, yo, so-and-so is not even on the list of the list. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, listen. Snow Allegra, again, focusing on the positive. Mm -hmm. I think feels, I think feels is like one of my favorite, like sort of, like mixtapey, like R&B mm-hmm. projects, you know, like R&B mixtapes. Yep. 
It's yep. an album for sure, but the way it runs and the way it infuses hip hop, it does give you that TDE Section 80 demo, that like yes. first SZA yes. album sort of format. Yep. It's, that, like, it's got it. amateur energy to it in a lot of ways. Right, it feels like raw, but it's mm -hmm. it's um still very just polished music. Like it's yeah. polished raw. And, yeah. um, no, I love that. I think I think that's like one of the surefire picks where they remind me of like some of the greats where you can't box them in, you know? For sure. And their music is just so eclectic. They've got already a couple classics as far as yep. like songs, like, mm -hmm. and then of those feels again, those yeah. feels again, I mean, like, well, she's got, two, she's got two projects that I really, really love. I think yep. she's got tremendous upside, just seems like a great work ethic. Everyone seems to really, uh, you know, if they're, if they're, if, if you know, you know. And so that's, that's my pick. I mean, yeah. Kay, talk to me about how you, how you feel about this. You said she's your number one. Why was she your number one? She was one? my number one pick. I, cause I go back to uh, those fills, uh, as I believe on uh, those fills again. Yep. And I, you know, I look at the, I look at the first five songs. Mm. I mean, here now, which is the intro. I want you around situationship woe and find someone like you mm -hmm. those are to me those are probably of the past 10 years that is probably that five five song run is probably the strongest pure r&b run we've seen on an album uh like there's no there's no one doing music like her right now like i feel like her r&b is kind of a throwback to the 90s R&B but it's at the same time I don't feel modern. that I don't feel that way though really I don't it's not right well at, at, you know Some in song. terms of musicality in terms Some of song. yeah as in she as in you like you look at for me like Frank like guys like Frank Ocean and that kind of R&B that style of R&B is kind of taken over art like Frank Ocean SZA has kind of mm -hmm. taken over the face of R&B right now Right. And Snow is completely, she's not, she's not in that vein, but she has elements of that vein of music. Yep. So for me, like she's doing, she's kind of the best of both worlds right now. Ooh, I love it. yes. I love it. Well put. I love it. So, so let me go and give you, so we strengths and weaknesses. We got to go strengths and weaknesses here mm -hmm. because let me just tell you, I, I confirm this, right? All three of us confirm Snow Allegra as the first yeah. one. So, but here's what, the only thing that worries me about Snow Allegra is that, I mean, feels is amazing. That is absolutely untouchable. But then as we progressed, the album started to get more shaped and molded. They felt A&R'd a little bit. They felt record company a little bit. You know, mm -hmm. the touching, the, the fate. It all felt <laughs> put together and I want her to get weird, right? I want her to do an album with Tyler, you know? I want her to be weird and to do interesting stuff and to challenge herself because Fields did have moments where in 2017 where you were like, is this hip hop? Is this R&B? And she was less traditional, if that makes sense. Mm, but okay. positive, if you look at our list, who has the best voice on the list? She might be it. Yeah. Best, sure. like, best, biggest She's up voice. there. 
She's up there. She's, She's either one or two. Tier. Yeah, yeah. Top tier for sure. Um, no, I think I think uh, you know, top. T- there, there's there's a couple people on here that have you know definitely different strengths and uh, yeah. I I, I think um, you know I'm excited for the for the next thing. You know, whoever you know working with no ID I think was a really strong yeah. for uh, those feels again. I think that contributes to the sound. I almost think the sound too. Like as someone who's from Chicago, like a lot of the things that she was doing with her voice and samples and Dion, no idea what he was doing was like, that's like what we've been doing, but it's a different perspective. It's the future. It's okay. We're going to write a song. And then when we go back and produce the song, we're going to sample you. Like, we're not going to like sample another artist. Like you're the soul. And Mm. that's what lives on. Right. It's like the, you know, the light trails. It's, it's a different shutter speed. Like what you were saying before about the chain links, totally agree. So this yep. just, she's just one chain in the link. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like that is, uh, you know, moving forward to the next pick kind of like, okay, we got, we got our snow. We're making a team right now. We're building a team. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I, I, it's a good, it's a good start. You know, if you get a voice, you start with a voice like that, you're in a good position. So I don't want to, I don't want to fail on the next one. I'm going to go. Because so here's how I'm doing it. On the clock is. Tally Ushis is my is my official pick. Ooh. Put Cali on the list or did I? I did. You did, didn't you? You did. Yep. Yep. So. We're talking about, um, so, an incredibly versatile bilingual rocket ship of a star. This is someone who already has a platinum song with Tyler, the creator, and Bootsy Collins. Like, mm-hmm. that, that's Caliushis, right? And then she put out the album with that song on it that also has, like, Damon Alburn from Blur and Gorillaz. Like, she's incredibly versatile she she put out a follow-up album that's double platinum in mexico that's all in spanish and it's super good um and she sings with a diction that is incredibly clear and crisp there's nothing there's nothing slurred there's nothing lost she it's it's unbelievable there's a cleanness to it that is otherworldly. So the presence alone that she can bring to a song would put her in the running. But when you go back to like her first mixtape, Drunken Babble, uh, that just hit every genre, you know, reggae songs and everything, um, you understand the versatility here is special. And the versatility with, with the voice and the vocal presence uh, it's, you know, with the ability to project manage, uh, <laughs> going from gold first album to double platinum second album, buy the stock now, Caliushas. All right. So I'm not mad at this pick at all. I think Caliuchis 
definitely occupies a really dope like rarefied space that yeah to your point no one really can like who can say they like are on all these classic records like even if you just look at like her features yes can i get a kiss yep yeah can you make it last forever you know like um oh daniel cesar yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Like yep. to now um on on one of my favorite albums of the year that you kind of put me on to Ivory by Omar Apollo. <sighs> and they yeah. have like other songs together. Like she was on his his first uh kind of bigger album, um Apollo. Apollonio yeah yeah, yeah. And, and I thought they had like amazing chemistry I was like oh like they make sense like they're raw as hell together yeah. and then they did this other song which I'm gonna look up right now but I I want everyone to realize that like Kelly Uchi's from the minute like she came out if we go back to like like her uh aesthetic and in the songs and the beats and like mm-hmm. everything was like super self-realized and super unique and that's why i think they're a great pick because like they don't even like sound like typical r&b like they don't you know what i mean what makes them so dope is that they're embracing like all these different things and it doesn't feel forced it doesn't feel like they're just saying like you know like you said you had the word like a and r like it doesn't feel a and r it's just pure you know what i mean like not to say that anyone is on this list like we're picking people because we just like them like i just like kelly uchis like i love this song bad life featuring kelly she's like that shit in the context of the album i almost thought the album was gonna end there like that's how good it was i was like right so also say good pick what you think Kay? yeah i mean kelly she's got you know, like for some in basketball, they have the term the eye test. Like, can you yep. look at this player and they pass the eye test? For me, she's got the ear test. Like, I remember last year, like I, so Dan and I are from Maine. So I was driving. And if you know anything about Maine, you know what the radio station stations are like here. Um, Dan can attest to that. Yep, so I remember I was driving in the car and I heard the song. There was a song that came out where she was just she was singing in Spanish, right? So I I had no idea you know necessarily what she was saying, but the way she was singing was just so engrossing. Like it was like I like I like I turned it up and I, and this was you know this had this was a song that was playing on a main radio station. So, and I actually I think I I think I stopped the car a little bit and I had to get the Shazam out. Uh, and that's when I found out that it was her. But for me, like she's got she's got a beautiful voice. She's really pushing the the boundaries of of R and B, particularly with you know her style, uh, you know singing in Spanish. Like she can do a full a song in R and B in Spanish, and it, and it's still yeah. it's fue still mejor, sounds, fue, fue uh, mejor uh, is one of the one of the names of one of the Spanish records with SZA. That people yeah, maybe that was it. Yeah, fue mejor. Um, mm-hmm. I believe is how, how you say it, but like it's just so good. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I let me look it up just to make sure I'm not butchering it. But 
like Sis is rapping like in Spanish on like like I say rapping too because it's like there's like that aspect of like modern R&B to it but yeah. it, like to your point where it is R&B but it's it's like bilingual and it's Cali so it's just different yeah. like it's just yeah. special so and, and to Nate's point earlier I think I'm so glad that Nate brought up the features right because the features and how good she is on everyone's features yeah. is I think it's a testament to how savvy she is that she, she's just very savvy hey, in tasteful. understanding the song. You know? Tasteful. Very tasteful. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very ta- high taste level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if that was like one of their strengths, taste to a thousand. Yep. Yep. I love it. I love it. So we're so Kay, is this your your pick now? Yeah. Um, There's two confirmed. Dang. So I think this one may be a little bit controversial, but I, I'm going to go with it because I think in the purest sense, I think this artist represents where R&B is heading, in my opinion. Let's do it. So I'm going to go with Doja Cat. Um, I, think, I think pound for pound, Doja may be one of the most talented artists in any genre right now. And I think that she is really, she's not, she's not on the list. I can put um, her on the list, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think that she is really, for me, I think I just see the future of R&B kind of blurring with pop. So if you're going to be a R&B superstar, you have to have pop sensibilities. And I think Doja is the one who, I mean, she can do a song in any world and it's still, and it sounds competent to me. So I think that she's really going to like the next two years, I could see her really taking R&B and kind of running with it. Interesting. Uh, Cause I, I think of Doja Cat as a rapper. But I mean, yeah, she got, yeah. I was song with to say that, Daniel, I was waiting for you yeah. to, Daniel, I'm gonna let you go in on this. Don't, don't go in, but but what's it's the not question? that she isn't a singer, it's that to me she's 70% rapper, 30% singer. Well, how do we ask this question of of I guess like who is our like right? Because right. because here's the thing where it's like I feel bad because it's like a lot of people are like on the internet, they're like, oh, Doja's not a rapper. And then, and then it's like in the R&B conversation, people are like, oh, Doja's is not R&B. It's like, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to leave her out of it. She can rap really competently as well. So what is it? Is, it? is it just because she has R&B songs mm-hmm. and she has rap songs. Right. She has she's like, songs. she's like rapping next to City Girls, right? Like, like she, she would be the rapper that, that we put on the, on the list, if anything. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing, like, that's kind of like how Drake must have felt. <laughs> so the way I see it is there's two counter arguments to Doja being on this, on this, in this class, right? Mm-hmm. The first is the 70% rap, 30% R&B. The second is that she's already kind of the present of the game. That she, like, in the sense that this is not her first album. This is her fourth, fifth album or something? She's, uh, yeah. She's got lots of albums, and her, her album was number one on the charts. I, I think mm-hmm. she's, you know, it, it's, yeah. 
I don't. I, she could be, but that she's doesn't too mean awesome. She, she's too lit to be. Honest. Right. I mean, like "Kiss Me More," like "Kiss Me More" with SZA. Yeah, was the number one song. "Woman," right, right. "Woman" was 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 is the not one, not is is the number one song right now, and I I just think that that is kind of the future of mainstream R&B. Like she represents the future of mainstream R&B. Whether it's good or not right. is is not my judgment call, but. She represents the future to me. Yep. I, yeah, because there's two ways of looking at it, Daniel. There's a lot of people who know the I'm a cow, uh, I'm a cow doja. And right, right, right. The people, or there's really like three. There's people who know that, and then there's people who know like the SoundCloud doja. Yeah. Which, which really is where we're at now. Because I know what you're trying to say is like, yep she actually laid the foundation in like a super grind way of like a, a, a more memeified, rarefied space of like R&B and like melodic music that could right. be popular, but similar to like, almost like, I almost look at her as like Tyler, the creator or something where like, Ooh, okay. All right. They actually like in a short period of time, like, did all the foundational stuff that but that with the way they did it was very unique and built a very unique fan base that then like over the next five ten years like i can see like doja on the voice like i i just already see it like turning yeah. around in like the chair and you're like <laughs> you know, like i pick you to be on my my r&b team like right yeah you know i think you know we we, we don't have to get too caught up on this pick but i think if they were to be in here, it's because when you talk about even people like Choker or, you know, a lot of these new people, even Jack Harlow, like, right. you know, like I put him on the list as a joke because I was like, oh, like, you know, all these lists have like rappers and stuff. But I do think if there were to be a rapper, to your point, 70% rapping that deserves to be like, oh, but they're R&B too. Let's 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 open our mind up a little bit. I think Doja yeah. Cat put her on here. And yep. So that so here's what I'm gonna say. First of all, I'm gonna save any veto for important shit. <laughs> I've always dug Doja Cat as an artist. I've always respected yeah. what Do Doja does. I understand that a lot of people don't like Doja Cat because they consider uh, Doja doing clown shit to to some extent, but what I'll say about that is that Doja's a risk taker. Yeah. Constant risk taker. Risk takers tend to get rewarded. She doesn't get embarrassed very often. She's no. very comfortable being wild and free and pushing herself. That's going to get rewarded in the marketplace. Yeah. I wouldn't bet against her. So I'm, you know, I'm okay with that. And I like that we brought up Doja now because it, it brings up to the broader discussion. Like we're trying to understand, you know, the 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 bounds of of R and B, and we're trying to understand where where it is and where it's going right now. And I think solving the the Doja question is kind of establishing those boundaries in a, in a way. So all right, all right, that is a, that is a shocker. That was that was good. I like that. Yeah. Okay. 
good shit y'all good yep. good discussion all right so this next person this next person's tough because because now we're getting down to the nitty-gritty of of i love like everybody on here yep yep just thinking futuristically This this is just like a gut feeling. Go for it. Give me on. Yeah, damn. I'm, Another one. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Give me on is. Oh no, you you go ahead. You go ahead. Here's why. Give your give me on. And here is motherfucking why. This dude's voice. Yeah. Is a calling card. His name is a calling card. I think he has <laughs> two classic, again, like EP mixtape yep. like demos, like yep. just raw, like here he is, like, and it's good. Like to me where it, it's not even the stuff I really go back to that often. Like I, I, I listen to it and I fall in love with it. And similar to some of my favorite artists, even like Kid Cudi, it's so groundbreaking and so like futuristic mm -hmm. that I like don't get it like all the way. And then I have to go through life and then I realize, oh my God, like this motherfucker is cold. Like right, he right, really right. Cold. Like his music is cold. But I think with him, with, with, with Giveon, the reason why I like him is just, I think he's really... Like, if you listen to his lyrics, he's locked into this, like, this kind of, like, narrative approach that is going to do well for him. Like, I see a lot more records, a lot more albums, a lot more concepts, a lot more calling cards that really sell who he is. Like, people have an idea. He's got a voice. He can write songs. You know, he looks good. But I think there's just, like more to be known for you know what i mean like mm -hmm. i can't wait to see what he does with this third project which is really like his first i don't know like full pro full album, album kind of thing? full album yeah 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 because yeah. I, I don't think he's done like a full full album no i agree i agree so okay give me give me the give on breakdown for you i mean my i was put on the give on by my cousin who's about nine years younger than me uh, and this was about two years ago. And so when I first heard that, what I'll say is he's really struck a chord with, with like the younger generation of kids. Right. Uh, and there, I mean, there's something about, like I said, his voice is very unique. As, as everyone was saying, like he would, he, everyone's looking for more individuality in R&B. And I think Gavion is a, is a, is a, because of his voice is very he stands out yeah. um like you can hear his voice and know exactly from from the first two notes who that singer is nope. uh so i think he's got that working for him um and then like you said the storytelling i think he's very relatable so i mean i'm, I'm all for that right oh go ahead i was gonna say it's really going to be i i really hope that this you know, this third project or this debut album is really a strong piece of work because that could really that could launch him to the place that he wants to be. Yeah, when I first heard Gibby and I think my I was like in my head, I was like, 
the worst case scenario for this person is their is his career is as long as mint condition, right? Like that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with somebody who the world will never ignore this right. because it's a, the voice is too good, right? It's it's uh, the songwriting is too clean, mm-hmm. right? It, it's undeniable in that mm-hmm. sense, right? It's you know it. Your your inner thoughts know it. Your groove knows it, right? It was mm-hmm. my boy told me he's like, good soul music. You just know it. Yeah, you just know it. So and, I want to even like kind of wrap up like this pick and kind of synthesize a little bit two points that I like that y'all made. Um, I thought you you saying that you know the soul is in it. I think I totally agree uh, to your point, um, Kay, about how he's got this young old sort of like mixed crowd where it's not really old it's just very classic mm-hmm. got a classic classicism to it you know like it's, yeah. it, it feels yeah. 90s like to that point before where i was like i don't know like sometimes like is snow 90s and then i, and I had to reel it back because I, I understand that there is a lot of anachronic chain linking that is happening Giveon to me is like that perfect chain link between to your point daniel like a mint condition or like a Raphael Sadiq of, you know, Tony, 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 you know, where it's just like, he has a thing, a talent, a uniqueness. That's like, this could like, is like a long thing. Like this is not just cause you hot and built a buzz. You know what I mean? Like, yep. so I like that. I like that. There's just, you know, if we were building a team, it's like, yo, we got someone who can really, he can really throw the football. Like he can really do this right. thing. Yeah. Really excited. I'm really excited to include him. But uh, uh, what you what you thinking for the next pick, Daniel? Okay, so I, you know what, I'm making I'm making an audible and I'm changing audible audible. I'm changing <laughs> my second and third picks. Red fifty seven. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two B on lucky day. Taking lucky day off the board. Yeah, Lucky Day is like 19 years old, uh, has three albums filled with undeniable hits. I, I think I described him in the breakdown as New Orleans Raphael Sadiq. If Raphael Sadiq was from New Orleans and younger in this generation, like somebody who's who's got a bounce. Like it's not just like love music which he does great love music it's also like going to the club music like not even at the club but like mm-hmm. are to the club music you know where you're, you're uh there's a real groove to it um he has that energy and that groove that bubbles through so he can he can bring it low and somber and do really good duets with with uh with women that are on this list but the he, for two project was a great example of that. I think that's yeah. the name of it. Where he did duet, yep. like he did it like a remix remix project, or either way, yeah. he has a duet with Yeba that's fabulous. Go check that yes. out. Yes, yes. He he he's already won a Grammy for Table for Two. Table for Two oh, wow. won yeah. a Grammy. Um, and so this and yeah, very young. And if so you I I do want you to I, I want to help you. Yo, Google Lucky Day 
like his age right now. Am I am I messed up with his age? This is I mean I mean I just I think so. Thirty six. Yeah. yeah. Wow. He looks amazing. Wow. Lucky day. You look. We don't cry. Great. We don't. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I feel terrible because yeah. I'm, old, I'm no. older than him, but not I'm that sure he would older. be. I'm sure he'd be very. He looks yeah. like a kid. Yeah. Uh, and, and he has the energy of a youngster. You know. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, but he's. No, <laughs> uh, he's. Oh, he's a great pick. Let me. Let me. Yeah. Let me add. You stole. You didn't steal. He needed yeah. to be here. Yeah. Jay has the name of the soundtrack to the tomorrow. Tomorrow, like, yep. dude, like, Rose Simone is possibly the best, like, first, like, think about the first song that you listen to from all these picks. Yep. Because that's what I mean, like, your entry point into, like, when I heard Cali, it was, like, that first, like, album, you know, where I was just, yep. like, with the with the powder blue and the pink and the, the light yep. blonde, and it was just, like, yo, like, is this the next Amy Winehouse? Like, right, you, know, right, right. you get hyped like snow. Like, it was like, it's not that I don't want you here. Yeah. It's something yeah. about the way you stare in my eyes. Mm -hmm. Like, so Lucky, Rosa Mo was like, that's one of the best first songs I've heard from someone ever. Where I'm like, who yeah. the fuck are you? The introduction, like, yeah. When are you? When? Yeah. Like, where are you? Everything. You try to piece together who this person is where they grew up, their, their inspirations. And I, and I gotta, I gotta say, this is no, no, any sort of way boxing in what Lucky has achieved. I think of New Orleans. I think of Frank, I think of Lil Wayne. I think of yeah. prolific artists yep. where like back That's, in the day, if we were making this list for like the two thousands, Wayne is in the R and B he's the R and B, the R and B rapper. He's the Doja cat of the list. <laughs> he's just like, Yo, I could do it all. I'm fucking ill. Like I'm funny. Like I'm prolific. Like I put out a lot of shit. Um, Lucky Day just been consistent, man. Like yeah, yeah. So it, very yeah. great. And and the first album painted was like a rocket ship, right? That was just unbelievable. And then honestly, this new one, Candy Drip, was what let me know it was real. Because that yeah. that song with Little Dirk, N.W.A. Like I was humming that shit all through the fucking he's he's unbelievable. So okay, give me your lucky day thoughts. Yeah, I mean, just look look at who he's collaborated with. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh I, I do think the fact that he's from New Orleans as well, because New Orleans is one of those places where all of the different genres mix. It's like a a huge mixing pot, you know what I mean, for all different types of styles. And I think that's really reflective in Lucky Day. You know, you look at his Grammy, like for this year's Grammys, the song he did with Yeba, How Much Can a Heart Take, was nominated for Best Traditional R&B Performance. Table for Two won the Grammy for Best Progressive R&B Album. So he's just one of those guys that's just versatile and just can just do so many different so many different sounds and things within the genre. Right, right. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I, I, I love it. It's definitely, 
uh, just one of those people I think could push the genre in new directions, right? Yeah. Mate, honestly, you remember, Kay, we had a couple moments where we were like, Miguel's going to be the one, right? It never materialized, but... <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Wait, we're talking I, about Miguel? But I feel like... Wait, are we talking be, about Miguel? Yes. Miguel. We're talking about Miguel? Yep. We talking about Miguel. Good. The <laughs> I feel like Lucky Day could give us what we wanted Miguel to, to achieve. Oh, no, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> wait, wait. What did Miguel achieve? Uh, I mean, so Miguel has that album, like, Wild Heart, that was just perfect. No, no. I just loved it. What about Kaleidoscope Dream? Kaleidoscope uh, Dream. That was before Wild Heart. That was, that was before that Wild Heart. Yeah. That's the big one. But to me, that was very much him doing a version of what The Weeknd was doing. With the no, you got to go back. 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 What was his first album with the, the song that J. Cole? Oh, that was sure, good. I like sure that. thing. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> I think, cool. um, yeah, you could bet that. Never got to sweat. That that was, that was, yeah. Yo, see, but that's the thing. Miguel, great yeah. artist to bring up. Totally does not get the credit they deserve for being experimental. Okay, if we were to name, like, and this is why I challenged you on Kaleidoscope Dream, because, like, my favorite Miguel song, the one, like, it's everyone's favorite, Adorn, right. is on Kaleidoscope Dream. That's, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Do you like drugs? On Kaleidoscope Dream, and then to your point about the weekend comparisons, tell me that that pussy is my heart. Yeah, he was doing it. Yeah, but contextualize it. If you look at like, say you listen back to all three of those albums, like trilogy. Um, yeah. Uh, fucking channel orange and like kaleidoscope dream from like 2012 i think you find a lot more of the stuff that's happening now on kaleidoscope dream or even wild heart for, for to that point because i right. think wild heart coffee in the morning like i hear some john mayer records that i'm like this is like produced like a miguel record you know what <laughs> i mean like the sonics of it like the way miguel was fusing like the OVO sound, but making it like more rock and more like rhythmically like driven in a way that was like songwriting, composing movies. It was still, it was still like in that space of like, oh, this is like fresh, but I think he take he took a lot of risks. Like we we might not like all the albums and stuff, but he's like, I think if you just look at those two albums, like. If you go back and listen to Kaleidoscope Dream and just how weird it is, like yep. it's like a little all over the place. Yeah. Like that's what like people kind of like, look at all this list. This list is full of the Lucky Day album, Candy Drip. Like NWA is like the only song that sounds like that. Right. Where it's like, you could tell like it's more commercial, but it fucking works. Like it fucking, yep. it's like, it's got the rap. It's got, it's named perfectly. Like the beat yep. is like some shit you would hear in FIFA. Like I've played FIFA. Like I know floating screen music. Like 
Du, 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 du. Like it sounds like super rich kids at first. I'm like, right. So that's the thing. I I I love the lineage of all this stuff. Like, yeah. Before we go into K, your your pick. I mean, mm -hmm. what does Miguel mean to you? Like, do you like Miguel? What's your? Oh, I love Miguel. But yeah, we, yes. we, yeah. Okay. We I mean, we both love we both love Miguel. I mean, <laughs> we. It's just his. I think it got to a point where like the the personal life the things that were happening in his personal life kind of the dra the drama and you know the headlines kind of over started to overshadow his music in a little bit mm. um but i mean the, the, there's no doubt that that he's talented like you said sure thing i go back to how many drinks adorn yep. what's the song oh he even had a song on j cole's album well what power trip yep yeah, him and Jay Cole have like a flower crazy. lotus, flower lotus. Yeah, they do. Like, they have a great relationship. Flower lotus, uh, Wale song. Wale, Wale song. Yep. Flower yep. lotus, power bomb or something. I, yep. I forgot that. Oh, like, also, sorry to just. This, yeah. this is a this is a rap. Another one of his features, like Miguel on features, right? With rappers. Yeah. yeah. Heard that below the heavens album, Blue and Exile. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No. He's that. Miguel's on that. I gotta go back to that. That's Miguel's wild. on that. So, but no, okay, I totally feel you. Like it's I think the next album, right? We need we need we need yeah. that next whatever big thing that whatever because I, I I'll be I'll be honest, like he's one of my biggest inspirations. Like I I I feel for him and you know the some some of the stuff he goes through, and I just mm -hmm. feel like you know, like in life, there's these people that that just paved the way for you sometimes and they, they yeah. take those risks so you don't have to. And he he just kind of comes across to me as one of those artists where I think uh you know whatever focus is going to be applied to his next project like if it's super you know he's in a good space then I think we're going to get in a good album you know and not mm -hmm. to say he wasn't in a good space with other projects but I just think that he's just so He's just so like futuristic. Like everything he does is like yep. kind of like anachronic where he's like taking from like, you know, the greats like Prince or just like, he's just doing Miguel. Like, I don't know because Miguel, like he's got like the song on Coco. So it's like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like he's dropped <laughs> another good album. Like I gotta check that out. Miguel, you know, like. He, and I he, think, and I think Lucky Day has the elements that that are comparable to, to early Miguel, right? Where you'd be like, "Ooh, this could really be something and achieve something." Uh, so yeah, that was, and I yeah, I'm keeping comps in mind here, but mm -hmm. yeah, there was a point where I thought Miguel was going to take over everything, and uh, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's he's got an incredible discography. So let's uh, K next pick for you. What, what do you want? My my next pick is. So this this artist I think is, in my my hand like probably the best voice, best like best technical voice on on the list. I don't know if he's on the list, but nope. yeah, he is. Uh, I'm gonna go with Daniel Caesar. Ooh, Caesar, Caesar, Caesar. I think that's a good thing. Like his voice, his voice gives me goosebumps. Like I hear, like when I hear his voice, I'm like. 
hands down, he's the best technical singer that I, I would say we have any any genre, any genre of music. Wow. Okay. So there's going to be an uncomfortable discussion that follows, yes. you, right? Yes. Because to me, there's only one negative on Daniel Cesar. Okay. And uh, we got to talk about it. Because obviously, 2017, the first album is amazing. The president was talking about it. I was talking about it. And case studies, good. I don't hate it as much as other people do. Uh, I I like it, but it's a good album. It's a good album. But the thing is, I think Black Twitter killed his career. I think that's that's the concern. (sighs) Can we talk about it? Can we talk about it? Here's here's the. I'm gonna I'm gonna interject here. Okay. This is color commentation. Do it. Do it. (laughs) Commentation. So as a commentator, I would like to insert that and let the record state Justin Bieber, in fact, saved his career. Oh, shit. Peaches. Just joking. Just joking. I but, mean, but, Peaches was a huge hit, though. But, but what you're saying is basically like he became uncool on the internet, but then got a number one song with one of the biggest pop stars ever and yeah. Yeah. is being evaluated on the same level, not only as his pop star, but as someone who we picked on this list in the same round. So I think um, that's a fucking great pick. Yep. Controversial pick. Yeah, it is. We'll see. That's it what is. I So it, it, to explain the controversy here, I think there was a, he had posted pictures and I think he was dating a white woman and a black Twitter came for him and mm-hmm. under pressure of black Twitter, he melted down and he kind of all capped his statements and was like talking negatively about relationships with black women and was explaining why he dates white women and that audience withdrew itself. Did he do that? I think Oof. that's what started that. Yeah. <sighs> do that. Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. It's, it's so that's, but I mean, that, that's her. I was him. talking to you, by the way. I was talking, I'm not talking to DC. Oh, yeah. Not on DC, bro. DC. But no, that's it's, I, I love Daniel Cesar. I've always loved Daniel Cesar. None of that shit bothers me. I don't care who you date. Um, right. But, you know, that audience is serious, and the, Twitter talks about Daniel Cesar as if he's already canceled. As if he's no, already like this is like important to talk about. So, like, Kay, like, do you think he can like revive his career? Like, what, like, do you think he needs to? Like, what, is it dead? Is I it mean, for me, the talent. Like, I saw him live two years ago, and just just hearing him sing live, like, for me, like, it's it's. It's a, as I said, he, to me, he's the best technical singer on the list. So right. there's, there's a point where talent and technical ability and, you know, singing, like the art and craft of singing supersede, you know, whatever internet drama or BS that a person is going through. Right. So when I, when I hear his voice, like I'm not listening, listening for the lyrics per se, but I'm listening for 
for the art and craft of singing. Yep. And I think that he he's like a technician singing-wise. He's a technician to me. Oh, my God. Strengths, weaknesses. Super strength can sing. If we were doing weaknesses, he's not very cool right now. He's not very popular. <laughs> right. um, I, you know, I'm on the kind of the side of like, you know, it doesn't matter. Maybe you get that free agent that has a little bit of a checkered past. Yeah. But he's yeah. Dope, like man. Like, like we just named two projects, Freudian and case studies that like yeah. stand the test of time. Like, and they're yeah. not, you know, if we were to evaluate and we are, you know, evaluating all these people kind of on a similar metric, which is, you know, how, what, what do they do really well and unique? Like, I feel like Daniel has this upside in songwriting where he's going to write another best part. Like, if he, right. If he, Ooh, and that's like, all he needs. That's absolutely. all he clears his shit up. You know what I mean? Like, nope. and like really focuses on whatever he needs to focus on, like all, like all of us do, like I do, like I got to focus on sometimes my weaknesses. Like I'm not always, oh, I can right hand layup all fucking day. Great. Cool. Right. You can do it with your left. No. Okay. I, I have to work on that. So right. I just think that like, you know, when John Mayer's fucking with you, like you're doing the right thing. Like when JB is fucking with you, you're doing the right thing. Like he's got potential. We've seen it actualized. Um, great pick. And, and, it, and it can be argued that best part, I feel like to, for me, that was a lot of people's introduction to her best part. So I'm yeah. not saying he launched her career, but I'm saying that he played a big part in her being to, uh, the being to the status that she's at now. They helped each other. They helped each other. Oh, yeah. yeah, They definitely helped each other. I would say, and to follow up on my point, the internet pretends it's canceled people that are very successful all the right. time, right? It, it's, it's a thing. So it's not like Twitter will demolish him. Like, it's not. Right. Twitter's not that powerful. So, and I mean, Dan, the concert I saw, he sold out House of Blues in Boston. So yep. that should tell you about who kind of is his audience at this, at this point. Straight up. Right. No, but um, it, Freudian, for, so I'm not going to vote against this pick. Freudian is one of my favorite R&B albums in recent memory. I banged the shit out of that. My kid was like four when it came out. Mm -hmm. And we watched that NPR Tiny Desk best part. Ooh. So much. So much. Uh, it's, it's excellent and he's excellent and I'm confirming it. If any any arguments from you, Nate? Or you, you, you no, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cap it off and then I'm going to do my next pick. So, yeah. uh, great pick. Uh, again, one of the instances where the first song you hear from them is is amazing. Um, their early stuff is really good. Can't mm -hmm. see, uh, wait to see, uh, get you the classic, classic. Um, this next pick is so tough because we're getting down to the nitty gritty. Like, I can't, like, choose everybody. Right. Um, <laughs> and there's some artists that are so big that the way I'm choosing, the way, the way I'll explain my criteria for this last pick. This one is just purely, purely off potential. So yeah. like 
these people I've chosen before, like they have some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this last pick is because this person has like a 50 year, like a 30 year staying power potentially. Let's go, let's go. Everyone thinks that the best R&B move that Top Dog and Punch ever made was signing SZA. But if you listen to Sir and his old shit and you listen to Chasing Summer, Chasing Summer has maybe seven classic just songs on it that you could play for any person who like modern music, hip hop, rap, country, folk, like, and it doesn't matter. Like, as long as he never, ever tries to go commercial and just does him, he is a songwriting and just sound like wizard. Like, he, he's one of those dudes, he does everything. He does it well. Like, he's very well-rounded, you know what I mean? But also, too, what makes him so dope is that he's got, like, a real upside. Like, I can see, like, the the 40, like, like him aging and getting better with time at what he's trying to do. Like, I don't think he's done. And, you know, again, like, we're naming people, like, like Lucky Day, like, the reason why. They're both 35. Yeah, bro. Like, you got to look up these people's age because it's, like, it's not a bad thing. Like, people are seasoned for a reason. Like, Doja Cat is seasoned. Like, they're young, but they're seasoned. You know, like, Sir, to me, is, like, I love, I love November. You know what I mean? Like I love, you know, like the chasing summer, like, like I think he didn't even like really, he barely scratched the surface. I'm like, really like John Redcorn is like one of those songs, you know what I mean? Where, you know, and then he's got other videos and songs that from that album that are just phenomenal. And I, I feel like people need to like see him and get to know him more. And like, cause he's just like, like he's more than just like D Smoke's brother or like, you know, like his his mom was like the background singer from Michael. It's like he's a real singer songwriter that has like real dope perspective, and you know he he kind of reminds me of a little bit of that D'Angelo mm. neon like neon soul vibe, you know, where it's like that yep. updated soul, like ooh, like. So I just want to see what he does. Like, cause I feel like a lot of people don't even really know about his shit yet. Like, am I, am I aware, like, so, you know, Dan, do you, what do you think about this pick? Do you know Sir's music? I do know Sir's music. Kay, I was thinking of a different comp than D'Angelo, right? If I had to make a comp for like, we're talking about best case with Sir, right? I think there's, I could see Sir as this generation's Maxwell. Ooh. Oh, wow. I like that. Daniel Caesar might come for that spot, but. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you want to talk about technical singers. Yep. Like, I feel like Maxwell is like one of the best technical singers ever. Oh, sure. Yeah. He doesn't have that yeah. sensual, like, I mean, you you put on urban, urban groove suite. That's like pure, like, when I hear, that's pure sex to me. When you hear that, like, Daniel hasn't, he hasn't reached that level yet, but 
Right. And that, that takes a lot of soul. I don't think he has that soul that Max. Yeah, no, I guess I was talking about like that that pure groove that like mm. softer groove that, that just stays uh, and defines generation, right? Ooh, okay. We gotta yeah, talk, yeah. we gotta talk like about that. because for me, we're talking if we, we talk about slow jams, right? Which we probably should, right? Yeah. If I had to pick one hurt one artist as the potential crown holder for slow jams it might be pink sweats dude i think that's the that has to be the next wait 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 okay all right okay that's i think pink sweats okay that has to be your next pick because that's he has to be on this fucking list, dude. And I yeah. couldn't pick him. Well, so that's my thing. I would I I would take Pink Sweats over Sir. Right? I think Pink Sweats is a I'm not I'm not mad at that. I'm yeah. not. I'm not. Like they're both See, this is... thing, or, okay, here's my and this is where it gets messy. And we <laughs> let's do it. I promise we're going to we're going to stick we had the structure. We had it. Three rounds. We're doing whatever. We're doing whatever. <laughs> Durable. Is DVSN, aka Division, like, are they allowed? Like, you know, when you, there's that dude who's like so good at like, like, like he's like a rapper or singer and it's like you go out to karaoke. It's like, okay, he's not even allowed to sing. Someone's so right. good at basketball or football. It's like, okay, you got to go like half speed, bro. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like you gotta like do like a funny country song because it's like, <laughs> like it's just too good. Right. I didn't. I didn't. Because DVSN to me, when it comes to slow jams, they almost are like disqualified because they're so fucking good. Right. And it, mm. I don't really have. I didn't really put those people on my list because to me, the slow jam specialist doesn't have a crazy ceiling. Right because it doesn't have an anthemic get people out of their seats thing, right? DVSN's floor is his ceiling. It's the same, like, it, there's, it's a factory. It's just going to always be what it is. So good, though. It's so good, so good. but it, but it they is do, what it is. But they do, yeah. they do it very well. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. all I want to say. Yep. So that's, yeah. So I don't know. How do, how do you feel about Sir, okay? What do you think? I'm, I'm really, I'm not as familiar with sir i'm definitely got to check him out um sure. all good i think i think you'll it's something there's something there because this is the thing what? like it's like that swim good era like you, you don't even like listen to like his latest shit like start from the beginning mm, okay that's what i say with sir like because if you do that you'll you'll see oh this is like a a, a futuristic mind all the mm. stuff he does, people end up like like he had like songs with Anderson Pack like in twenty like fifteen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, where have I heard? I know that I've I've heard of him on. He does it. What's like his biggest song, Daniel? Like, what's like I'm this? Gonna, song? Yeah, well, he's Chasing Summer is the only one that's charted, right? The only one that's really hit the top hundred. Uh, but there's yeah. He was on Venice with with Anderson already. He was all yeah. He's been on 
Isaiah Rashad's son's tirade and J-Rock. Yeah. Uh, it looks like he, he had a guest appearance on Justin Bieber's album. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, swag. Where you go, where you go, I follow. That was off the Freedom album. Oh yeah. So he had a so song. I'm willing, to, I'm willing to put it on the list because of this. Because if you're talking about buying stock, right? This is probably a really good time to buy stock in Sir, because it's not going to be an expensive stock. It's not something everyone's looking out for. As Nate said, most people are looking out for SZA, and I don't know when I'm going to get another SZA out. But I know I'm going to get more search. I know yeah, that's good too. Like Pink Sweats, I really like him. He's very consistent. Um, I think, like, not even comparing them, but just like, if you were to take like an artist like Pink Sweats, where it's an instantaneous, like, I get this, and you compare him to an artist like Sir, like, it's not going to even, because I feel like Sir's music is very like, it's like mood music, but then like, it's like very singer songwriter. Like it's very like folky, like it's very like lyric heavy and like stories and like, like he's got a song with Lil, like he's got a song with Lil Wayne on his new album, Chasing Summer. Yep. Um, And it's, it's just like, it's like crazy, like, and then you know you you hear this next to like John Redcorn and you're like damn like okay like there's something there but I don't know like I'm I, I will say too like sometimes I just got to take a bet and like really go yeah. my gut so yeah, that's yeah. what I'll we can round off the sir talk with that I'm back in, yeah. I'm back in your play on this I sure. you convinced how do you feel Kay yeah yeah I mean you're passionate if you're that passionate about it that tells you that he's, he's connected with you. So, yeah. 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 I mean, I've, I've definitely heard Sir albums and yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, you're he just reminds me of a class. He's a classic guy, dude. Like I'm telling you just, I could just picture it aging. Well, he don't got to do too much. Hmm. He's got like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like he's got this tangential to hip hop thing where like, he doesn't even need anybody, really. Like he's he's yep. he's he's an engineer. He engineers all of his own shit. Like he just does it this way because he's like really of the people, like for real. Like I think mm-hmm. that that's what I think. He's just he's just fucking sir, dude. Yeah. Yep. No, it's uh. So my next pick uh is Ari Lennox. Ooh. My next pick is Ari Lennox. I'm going to say, uh, and I think, you know, my big board, I had Ari Lennox and was basically like, there's a classic feel to Ari Lennox's yeah. uh, music, you know, the sonics, but the lyrics are, are really left field and surprising. They always surprise you. And I think there was, uh, I mean, I'll tell you, there's only I'll, this is my secret. I'm letting my secret out. There's only two people on Dreamville I care about at all that I ever. <laughs> um, and it, it's JID and it's Ari Lennox. Uh-oh. That's it. So I don't know what, what's J Cole. What's his fault? What's J Cole's following called? Like I know Beyonce has the Bay Hive. Rihanna has the re the Navy Dreamers. I think it's the, the Dreamers. Dreamers. Yeah, I yeah. hope the Dreamers don't hear that, man. They're gonna. That's- you know how they love their 
J. Cole, man. Yeah, they can. Damn, Cole World. Love your, love your J. Cole. That's great. I would say the, uh, so with, when, I, when the Dreamville mixtape came out, I skipped right to the Ariolanic songs and just started playing. And uh, man, have they were you, cold. They were so, they were the best part of that album. Coming yeah. down, coming down Crazy. really fucked me up. I was like, why'd you give that to that album? Like, like save that for you. Like, you're so, oh. but, but even that first album, was it Shea Butter Baby? Oh God. And I think she only has one album. I love it. I, I, I love it's Shea like Butter a classic, Baby. like the interludes, the interludes, like her talking on it. Yep. It's so fucking dope. Like it's like some Quasimodo meets like, like a Channel Orange type conceptual, like. Yes. There's piece. really challenging shit in her music even though it sounds traditional. Whipping cream is a great example, right? Oh you know, my gosh. Having these crazy dreams and they get, and it, it's, it's about missing yeah. someone. It's about hating, the, being angry at someone you used to she love. She about her baby. Wanting the back. It's about, it's about sex. It's about all this mix of stuff and it's carried out so beautifully. Um, I, yeah. The only thing holding Ari Lennox back is being on Dreamville. Uh, that they that's a label that probably doesn't know what to do with her see but that's the thing like why i was like okay see that's the thing about r&b too like we got to talk about the state of the game real quick state of the game. Mm-hmm. you see a trend here mm-hmm. the past two picks they're both signed to big labels but certain types of labels though so like let me i'm not trying to get up in anybody's business that's not the that's not the type of person i am i'm about art right like you as a human and the the spiritual chain links that inspire the next artist so sometimes when you're talking about freedom like i think justin bieber needs to get out of his fucking out like out of his deal with i mean everybody like we can say that but i get why people take care of their people the point is is that hip-hop has like infiltrated thoroughly R&B. Like that's yes. realized in this discussion. But at the same time too, like on a money level, like sometimes it's not so stylistic because we still love Ari. We still love Snow. We still love like Sir. Like we love these more like soulful Giveon. Like we love all that shit. But at the end of the day, like if all these, like if the music industry is moving in this direction, and there can only be one R&B dude on the XXL freshman list. That's why, that's where we come in. That's where we say, hey, like, no, like, it's just art and music. Like, don't look at it as clicks and crews and, you know, like, I love productivity, but at the end of the day, like, I don't need everybody to be Griselda. No, I need everybody to be them. And like, sometimes you need space to be you. Sometimes you need um, uh, focus. Sometimes you need uh, time. Sometimes you just need a break. You know, sometimes you just need a new uh, view outside your window. So all these artists, you know, you know, when you get picked in a later round, like that's not a diss. That means actually you could be the next TV. You know, you could be the next Richard Sherman, you know, like, it's like those are the people that work the hardest and when talent's not working hard you know i hate those things but it's like true man like no yeah i mean and 
Ari has undeniable presence both in right. presentation and in writing. Yeah. Right? Now, yeah. What are you presence. thinking, Kay? What do you, is it? I mean, I, I'm thinking like, because I do think that there's an issue with R&B artists sign the hip hop labels because I do think they almost view, like I look at a SZA and an Ari Lennox, I, I almost sometimes feel like, you know, their labels see them as like the shiny toy in a lot of ways that can't be, you know, that is what brings them their prestige. Like, you know, I think SZA gives a lot of credibility to TDE in a way. Mm -hmm. So I think that they handle, like they handle the, these R&B singers with in, almost in like a bubble wrap way because they don't want to dent, dent the toy. Uh, and I don't think that that's necessarily <laughs> good for their music. Like. I'm not going to pick SZA, but I don't know if anyone else is, but there's no, no reason SZA, there's no reason SZA hasn't released an album since 2017. No. Yo, I'm so glad you brought this up. This there's is just, a, there's, there's just no reason, right? No, but this is just a natural flow of conversation. So Daniel, yep. I ask you the question, why are we all just know that SZA is not on this list? Is it because A, she's so great, and she surpassed everybody, or is it to what Kay is saying, which is their be the investment that they're over like protecting to where it's like, yo, sell, sell, sell. And it's just like, you're just holding on and you're like, so what is it? Like what, so I don't I, let me, let me, let me draw a contrast, right? With just how I pick and how I see Ari versus SZA on that action, right? Mm -hmm. So the big reason SZA is not on my list, the single question is, I'm not convinced it's the label preventing her album. Ooh. I'm not convinced. I know that's what everybody says. Like, hey, the big bad TD label, they never let anybody release anything and they're, they're having her sit there. Look, if that was true, like, if you tried to do that shit with Ari Lennox, she'd go on IG Live and flip. <laughs> it would be everywhere, right? She would let you know, I'm not into that shit, right? Well, but she's like, Sis is not doing that. Sis is cool. Well, I mean, Sis is still getting the, the prestige. I mean, she just won a Grammy. So she's still getting the recognition, but for me, she's starting to veer. She's kind of starting to veer into that chance, the rapper territory as, as where there was a point where, and may still be a point, where chance, I felt, and, I, and I've told you this, Dan, where he's gotten more prestige than they've actually earned. Well, and, and beyond the prestige thing, and, and yeah. because I don't, I don't care how much prestige they have or don't. I, I guess I would say, she, I'm worried more in the Lauren Hill sense, right? I'm worried that, that we're not getting more sense, right? Mm. No, um, like we might not ever, like straight ever. Up, straight up. That's like, my you know how, like at some point we were like, okay, there's no Rihanna. Like everyone just relax. The Easter right. Bunny is real, you know, like. Right. And, and I know I'm going to get more Ari Lennox. I know I'm going to get more Sir, yeah. right? I know that's going to happen. And I know I'm going to get really good Ari. Right. right. Uh, you know, so while everyone was buying Lauren Hill stock, I was buying Erica Badu stock. True. 
right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So I, that's, okay. that's what so, so Erica, like we picked just two neon like neon soul like artists. The neo soul queen would be Erica, like on the tree, like to Ari specifically. I love their vocal comps because Ari's is more, I think a little like more, it's actually higher and like more textured. Whereas Erica's a little more breathy and, and low and kind of like just super smooth, sexy. And yeah. uh, Ari can like whine and uh, modulate and like fucking, like that song with Jasmine Sullivan, like is one of the best songs ever, Sit On It. I don't think that's yeah. the name of it, I don't know. <laughs> hey, that song, classic. So she's got a couple classics, great pick. Um, so brought up a very we, interesting conversation. So are we confirming it or or how do we feel about it then? Oh, I'm confirming it. Oh, but right, yeah. to, to the bigger conversation about the, the hip hop labels, let's, let's round that up. Because I think both of you made really good points. When you hold on too long, sometimes it's it's you you, you got to like pull the trigger with with the right stuff. You know, artists back in the day they had the luxury of like they could take like a year or two, like four years, like like I like I love John Mayer, like he takes like four or five years between an album. Like not everybody is in that privileged position. Right. Like we're talking about R and B and hip hop, you know. For some reason, you know, these these black music genres where you gotta fucking like produce, produce, produce. And it's like, it's like, yo, like some great shit like takes a while. So let's just hope we're getting a really good Rihanna collab album with J. Cole and Kendrick. <laughs> let's just hope. Let's just hope. Let's just hope. Okay, Kay, uh, where were we at? So that we did we just so yeah, that's awesome. So now we're so Kay, give us a wrap up this round. I think. I'm excited for this. You know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with my gut as well. Um, <laughs> I think this guy has a really. I'm gonna go Brent Fays. I think that he has such a unique voice. I think that he really. I don't. I don't know. There's like a wit to it. Like there's something just really unique about his voice that he sounds good on. He sounds great on anything. It's almost like a Nate dog. You can just put him. He, he you could put him on anything, and he would he would just he would fit perfectly on it. Great pick, great pick. Ooh. I, I I love. Bringing, yeah. What are you thinking, Daniel? That aren't on the list. That's awesome. What do you think? What are you thinking? Should I go? Let me go first. All right, I'll go, go first. So the reason why I, I screeched like that <laughs> because there's few people that I really do feel like they make what I do like way easier. And Brent Fayez is one of those people. Mm. They're a fucking trailblazer. They're different, they're weird. They're fucking super fucking elevated. And again, like taste, like yep. at a thousand, like a, th like a million billion. Yep. And I think that like 28 minutes of a, a second project, again, these guys know what they're doing. 
Yeah. Yeah. Put out, this is a theme. When you, when you put out, this is another. So the third round, the theme of the third round is going with your gut. You went with someone who, to me, like, they're not the most, like, fuck, like, like they're not Daniel Caesar. Right. No. They're great. Yes, bro. Like, come Whoa. on. Like, let's go. Like, that's a good pick. I would want yeah. them on my team. Like, yeah. I would say, like, Brent Fayez, it's almost like, uh, I think, composure, right? Poise. Composure, yeah. poise, you know, Chauncey Billups' confidence kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. So, and I'm, I'm confirming that pick. You know, that is, yeah. uh, that's, it's a really interesting pick. And honestly, it makes this class really interesting. You want to hear who we got so far? <laughs> Let's see. We have. I gotta. I gotta start the, the first annual starting yeah. lineup. We have Snow Allegra, Kaliushis, Doja Cat, Giveon, Lucky Day, Daniel Caesar, Sir, uh, Ari Lennox, Brent Fayez. That's a heck of a. That's a heck of a group. Yeah. Now that's yeah. nine. That's nine folks, right? Yeah. I think. We should round out to 10. And I think we should do that by collectively picking something. All right. Hey, this is going to get tough. All right. So this has been awesome. So this has been fun. I love that. Like, as we look through this list, so I'm going to look on my phone. All these picks, it's interesting. The first three picks were all women. Like, the first round was all women. Yeah. I love that because I think that is the future too, you know, like. Uh, absolutely. So let me just, I'll give who's next on my big board and throw that into the mix. Right. Okay. Joyce Rice is 29 years old, owns her own masters, currently opening for lucky day, has a big voice that sounds great next to her peers like lucky day, but also Freddie Gibbs right has a sunny pop kind of cali r&b sound that the world's always gonna need i don't know why but i always think of jody watley when i'm when i'm listening to her um it's a big fun sunny sound that i could see just taking over the world okay so i'm gonna throw a random one out here good go to expand the kind of conversation a little bit okay you're with pink panthers Oh yeah, pink. That's on the list. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so is that R and B? So, I think it is. But here's what I would say. Here's why I didn't put Pink Panthers on my list. I don't think the world will ever really get that music. I don't think they'll understand it. See, but that's the thing, Daniel. I thought they wouldn't either. No. It's here. Like. When we heard Craig David for the first time, because you know Craig David, I'm assuming. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Craig yeah, David. Absolutely. Two first names, first name, last name. Come on, bro. It was seven on, days. Bro. I met her on a Monday. So, a- so, so what was that? That was an international phenomenon. That was a sensation. Yeah. 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 Here's the thing. Like, I don't know why, you know, we got pink sweats and pink panthers, but you just can't question a good thing sometimes. Like, right. the reason mm-hmm. I would put her on the list 
is because they're so futuristic. Like that's it. Like really, yeah. that's the reason. Like when I hear the like when I hear will you write them just for me, 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 me. Will you write them just for me, me, me? Because there's an element to that music that is so hip hop that people don't get yet. That is like, yo, like taking the sample and like chopping it is like, but it's like with blonde like guitar from yeah. like no, so and like beats from like fucking UK. It's like, bro. I love it. I love it. So she's 21 years old, Pink Panthers. Okay. And here's the genre. Here's the genres listed on her Wikipedia, right? Pop, bedroom pop, dance, alt pop, drum and bass, yeah. two-step, jungle. Everything but R&B. <laughs> right, right. So, and it's, it's just funny because, like, I was even, like, thinking Thames, too. Like, I'm, uh, I, love I think Thames. that's the future of R&B, too, man. It's like, we got to be less American idol like it's you know like we got to really understand like craig david is it was drake like he yeah. was he was a dj so now thames is is thames considered uh reggae or no i think no. that's bullshit right yeah but like they, it, 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 they would be they would be i think people put them in afro beats because they're from i think yeah. they're from either London and they're of African descent or oh, no. I mean, yeah, yeah, I think honestly, if we're counting it like that, I would a thousand percent go Thames. A thousand percent. I, yeah, Thames is not, might not be a bad honorary 10th pick. Look at yeah, she's not she's Nigerian singer. Yeah. Look at what I Thames mean, has done. Thames has two you, EPs. Jay. Has two EPs. Doesn't even yeah. have a full album yet. We, we've already talked about Thames. We Ooh. love Tim. We You've love Tim. Yeah. Talk to me about Tim's. Uh. Uh. uh Kay. What's What's up? What, you like You like Tim's too? I mean, what was the song? Her last. Yeah, we love Tim. I mean, the song she had with. Uh, so off off Drake's album Fountains. Oh, okay. That's right. Yep. That was. I now, mean, that was, was one the of my best favorite part songs. of that and song. Then, oh no question. And then oh, what was the other one? What was the song with Wizkid? Essence. So Essence and um. Fountains were that those were the two and those were just features for her those were the two that really cemented it for me like okay like i'm so, i'm so, whatever she's whatever so she's daniel, on, I'm, I'm fine. daniel have you heard the new future with with thames and drake on it yeah yeah yeah. Yep. she's yep. the best part of that song yep no I mean, and it's he's the sample like that's what i'm yep. saying when right. you can be the sample artist at home be the sample <laughs> at Costco, you get the little. Mm -hmm. yep. But also, be the be the person controlling how you get sampled. You're the you're, mm. you're you're the independent business contractor in the in Block Thirty Seven. You know what I mean? Like handing out the samples, handing out the samples. It's just promo, but it's but so, it's, it's you know. That good, shit is amazing. So do we all because. I, I mean, I can't tell you, I love If Orange Was a Place. Love yeah. that EP. She's and got a couple songs, like, just in general that, because I think those two projects are great, are great. Like, she's, again, one of those two project people. 
for Broken Ears is the first one from 2020. Yeah, I love that one. I love everything I've heard of Thames. Uh, and I am, yeah, a thousand percent support uh, that because I think Nigerian music is incredible and it's an incredible place. There's so much yeah. good work coming out. And I can, you know, Pink Panthers, there's a commonality in my mind with Thames, which is both of them are artists you could see popular artists ripping off in the future. No, they already are doing it. Like, dude, right. man, don't get it twisted, man. Like, I just love music. Like, I, I don't even get salty about that stuff anymore. Like, I look at it as like, if you get like, like, dude, like, this is what we're doing. This is what we're here for. It's like hip hop, like, right. to be in the discussion, like, thank y'all for having me and like, you know, like, that's the thing. Like, I want people to understand as an artist, it's okay to just like talk about how dope music is. Like, not everything has to be like, um, really uh, just like, you know, driven by a narrative. This is just more so because we really nerd over this shit. We really love it. So, and it doesn't like, have to be have driven to by negative energy. It doesn't have to be right. driven by a sense of uh, vengeance or, or, you know, anger it, it can be driven by the love right so <laughs> i'm telling you k nobody has a fucking list like this this no. is wow this, this is so dope i'm so fucking proud of this list i'm glad, I'm glad that you brought that and i i'm glad you brought thames in it because i do think you're starting to see the influence of you know afro pop and particularly the london scene is really starting to seep its way into American music. And that's kind of, I mean, cause for me, they're the ones overseas are the ones that are doing, that's where the innovation is coming from uh, to me. And so- oh, you're not wrong. You're really not wrong. No, you're really not wrong. And shit, I mean, you were on to something, man. I don't mean to cut you off. That's- Oh, no, no, no. I mean, so, I, I, I just think, so I good. mean, the the Afrobeat that's particularly where we're getting a lot of like essence of great, to me. Great albums from Nigeria. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Wizkid's yeah. essence was that that was kind of the eye opener for me. Like, okay, yeah. like this is. Yo, shout out Drake for just like really <laughs> like just doing that. Whatever he did, appropriatory yeah. or not, it just needed to happen. The music's yeah. good. And then that's again, it's like one of those things. It's like, do you want him like not to have like OVO and you never hear about Majid Jordan or Party Next Door or, or Division or like, right. I don't know. Like, what is, would, would you rather like, you know, it's just the way of the world sometimes. That you're like, I think it is what it is on the timeline. And yeah, you know, I, I mean, I, I give him credit because Drake has. He has put a lot of people. He he's used he he's used his, I don't know his sound or whatever to put a lot of artists on. Yep, yeah. yep. And he does have great like, I may have issues with some of his music per se, but I do think he's got great. Him and Forty have great taste. That's without a doubt. Yeah. Oh yeah, they have great taste and great taste. I think um you know. This is a good list. I want to open the floor for just any other maybe points of conversation or, or I just pick. I just want to talk about how cool like 
So look at the different, like we have Caliushis, right? With the bilingual, you know, mm-hmm. Latin situation. And then we have, you know, Thames topping it off, right? And then we have Snow Allegra from Sweden. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. yeah, there's all I mean, I think even too, stuff. like Doja Cat is like, like they're that we be put a rapper in there. We be, oh, we did. <laughs> we put a rapper in there. Sorry, uh, fucking Giveon next to Lucky Day looks great. Like I feel like Lucky Day, Daniel Caesar, like all these dudes. Even Sir, like I I really I really wanted people to understand like Sir's in there for a reason. Like some some artists you got to give some time and like. You know, just hope that their their best shit is ahead of them. And like everyone who's really like not on it, like like there's like I would I would okay. So are you all familiar with Choker? Yeah, I, I listen to some Choker. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Wow. So what are our thought? What are our thoughts on Choker? Because I love I love his music. Like I. I Ever since I heard it, I've been like obsessed with it. Like it's like I almost like not even on some like like I almost like wish I would have <laughs> like I didn't no, know. I mean, but here's I, like, I, I, like, I, I view Choker kind of like I view Mac Ayers, right? Like yeah, it's I love it. It's 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 very it's beautiful, and I think I could get other people to love it. I just don't know if it's ever going to take off, right? Like it, um, like it won't be as influential. Because yes. that's, I think, a part of what the, the list is so cool is that we're talking about people who have influence that, you know, like everyone has their own level of influence and I'm not trying to compare that. I'm just trying to say that when you are trying to do a certain thing and appeal to certain audiences, mm-hmm. those audiences will follow suit like those demos will be like oh like since you like this you like this like so the hope is is that you know like this list sort of gives people a perspective on just you know our own like opinions you know it's not like facts mm-hmm. it's just no, a, it's no. just to say hey like i feel like what people are trying to do these people are doing at a very consumable high level, like a very tasteful, good level. Like that's the thing too, where I I feel like I love, like let me like let me let me say like I love like all these picks, but I feel like all of them their best work is like yet to come. Like for that's me. the whole point, right? That's Absolutely. The whole point. Like that's some the people whole like point. her, like I think her, like she's already done that. like amazing things, like. Yep. Like, you know, SZA, again, one of these people already done amazing things. Kehlani, you've done amazing. Sid, the internet. Sid, shut the fuck up. Here's the number to my therapist. Like these, like, and then, you know, we have people um, that I think just, uh, again, like, maybe we don't even tier these people or try to put them on a, a group together, but just anyone that's not in bold, it's be, it's like, a different reason like it could be a different reason for each case mm-hmm. right right it's not a beauty pageant where, no, no. where you lost that shit so at, at, so yeah i i'm very proud of this class because when 
when I'm looking for lists on the internet, right? And I'm searching up like R&B people that I should watch. I don't want a bunch of names I know. I don't want a bu- I don't want everybody I've already heard. I want to find shit that I didn't know before, right? Yes. And this list is a really cool mix from Thames to Giveon to just all kinds of interesting flavors. So I'm I'm very proud of it. I'm I'm very happy with with what Absolutely. we've done. Okay, do you have any final thoughts or no, man? I, I'm just I'm excited to see. Okay. You know, as I said, as I said at the beginning, you know, R&B is the is probably the most versatile genre of music, and it's going to continue to evolve. Uh, you know, we had we've got guys like Daniel Caesar, yep. got guys like Frank Ocean. They're all inputting their DNA into this genre. You know, even Doja, Weekend, you could say. Uh, everyone is putting, that's what I love. It. It's like it's such a tight community as well. Like everyone's putting their DNA in and everyone's grabbing yeah. influences from other artists. And it's just helping the genre grow and yeah. multiply uh, in such a unique way. Yeah. No, it's, it, it will bubble to the point where people will be proud of R&B again. Like people are still but, writing articles like what's wrong with R&B? They won't be in a few years. And, no. and they can bank on. Um, no, we, we just deaded that with, with, with one two-hour uh, <laughs> first annual uh, State of the Game Futuristic R&B draft. Done. We deaded yeah, it. No. So recommendation corner, just to go quickly, I would say uh, Prem Rock and a bunch of cool people, Fresh Kills, um, all, these, all these cats, they put together this jazz ensemble thing with prem rock as the mc it's a very it you know mm-hmm. jazz hip-hop can be a tough deal sometimes it's just hip-hop with a horn pumped into it mm. um, <laughs> this is a jazz hip-hop album it's really pretty um and there's a seven minute song on it uh it's a 30 second intro it's some there's times when it's just the instrumentation uh, and there's times where, you know, Prem takes charge and kills it. Uh, it's a really cool album and it's, it's Prem at his most Tom Waits. Like he <laughs> loves Tom Waits and this is just a real good Waits place he's in. Um, I'll definitely check it out. Kay, what's your uh, recommendation? I mean, music-wise, I haven't really been listening to anything, but I do, I guess TV-wise, I really like the new season of Barry. Barry's uh, good. Barry. Uh, yeah, so I've been watching Barry, so that's that'd be my recommendation. Do you have Showtime, Kay? No. Oh. But I can, I've got ways to find. He's got ways. Man fell <laughs> to Earth. Is Man. dope. Man okay. It's based on a sci-fi book, and it stars Chi, uh, Chi Wate Patel, whatever Chi. Um, but I can't say that name. So, but Chi is amazing, and it's just got a great cast. The first two episodes really just absolutely killer and funnier than I thought. Uh, okay. Really good, really good show. Um, so I'm Naomi Harris in it too. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, recommendations. Um, recommendations. From Coach, Coach B. Um, I would definitely listen to. Um, are y'all familiar? 
This is a two-parter. Two-parter. But it's really simple. Have you guys, are you familiar with Jack? Um, they're an artist that you should know about. They have a project by them called 27. They go by Jack. They also have a project by them called Breathe. And I'm featured on Breathe, the first track, Energy. It was just played in Portland, Oregon on the radio uh, like a couple nights ago. It's an older song from like last year. It's a good place to start, but if you just, uh, I'll, I'll send it to you because it's yeah. super low key. It's probably one of the hardest pieces of music to search up. Yeah, you will just, never find just, it. It's just Jack. You never find, like, it is. I can't you, find that. Like, it's amazing, but that's. But here's here's what I'm saying. You want to talk about discovery? You, if you, just, just trust me. I felt this way when I heard this artist. I was like, "Yo, I'm like impressed. I'm. I feel that competitive spirit. I feel inspired. Like." motivated fucking just so good like like and and it's funny now because now all we do is like write songs together and work together but literally like he was someone that was like when i was putting out music he was like around and trying to like understand how he was going to put out his shit right and like we never even really were like tight like that and then he just kept dropping music and i was like all right listen and i'm like who is this and i'm like oh shit like is that dude like holy fuck so super wavy new it's like new wave meets like kanye that's dope <laughs> yeah it's like like punk music meets like blonde sometimes yep it's like also it's like a, it's like, like dude it's it's some it's some ill shit like it's very like post ovo post yeezus shit right? I'll send it to you, but yes. I'll definitely send it. What's the second part? Give me the second part. So the second part is, I really like this movie called Croupier on Netflix, and no one knows about this movie. And yeah, that's so much on Netflix. It's a fucking Easter egg. If you if you reverse this video at this point, you will understand what I just said right there. Mm-hmm. Croupier. That's it. How do you spell it? Uh, C-R-O-U-P-I-E-R. Croupier. Croupier. Clive <laughs> Owen. Dude. No one knows about this fucking movie. Nobody. Nobody. 98. That's, yeah. I've never heard <laughs> right, Rest in peace. 808s and heartbreak. Yep. Oh, no. This is Crate 808. This is, uh, the podcast, the British podcast. Yeah, they've they been right. very nice. So. Shout out to Crate 808. They did, um, they interviewed Dan Charnas, who wrote the Dilatime book. Mm. They, they, they weaved in like a segment of me talking about Dilla, which is no crazy. fucking way. Yes, <laughs> I'm on the episode. Crate 88, bro. Fire, dog. And like, they did the same thing with the hieroglyphics. They interviewed Domino. And they, they weaved in me talking about Hyro and Hyro's run. No way. Yeah, yeah. Well, Cam's awesome. So they, it, 
Cam who runs that is so dope. So, uh, and I'm, hey, I was on Call Out Culture last night. Nice. What was the topic? What did you guys talk about? Call Out Culture podcast. I got pulled in. Oh, uh, they, okay. were doing, they were talking about a, the the album King by Ti. Underrated. Uh, oh, they were doing a retrospective on it, and I I woo, I brought the I brought the knowledge. I brought the Ti knowledge. <laughs> you defended Ti's honor. It was great. We uh, we went through every uh, every Grand Hustle artist and and what happened to them. Uh, it was so fun. <laughs> it was so fun and. We we actually talked about the worst artist labels to be on, and yeah, we, it was just a ball. Uh, Brian Edels was on there, uh, who's great, great MC, um, and he's got a great album coming in June uh, with Infinity Knives. Um, that's gonna be so. The single is "Death of a Constable." That shit is ill. Uh, yeah, great conversation. Uh, yeah. Zilla Rocka was a bit tipsy. It was awesome. <laughs> so, yep. No, it was great. So, stay in tune uh, with, with State of the Game with Free Music Empire. Stuff is dropping all the time. Kay is taking vacation in May. Yeah. The guest host lined up is Fleetwood DeVille. Mm. We're talking about St. Louis hip hop. We're going to be talking about No Limit albums that. Oof. Uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be digging in. It's gonna be dope. So, yeah, follow Nate Barksdale. Uh, buy the colors I've never seen. Uh, go into the back catalog. Yeah. Yeah. Also buy these hoodies off uh, ChicagoVotes.org or uh, TheGasStation.com. Yeah. Or just, just look it look it up. Yeah. Absolutely. Give me charity, people.